Hey, hey, good morning. So plans not working out, maybe having some conflict with friends. Well, I'm here to encourage you. I'm Katie from the Katie Speaking Live True podcast, and I'm so excited excited to come to you today and just pour some sunshine, a little bit of joy into your day. Um, so we are going to be picking up the journal right here. We are on July 25th and on July 25th um, in the journal, I asked God to help me with uh, some relationships and I asked for wisdom. And amazing is we don't have to be lost in wondering what to do. When we ask God for wisdom about relationships, he will give it. Some of the really quick tips that I've learned about relationships are if you have an idea about what you want the relationship to be like, have that in the front of your mind all the time. For example, if you're married and you want that marriage to be awesome, then that's going to taint. That's going to influence how you speak to your spouse. Even if you're frustrated, even if things are going wrong, it, because you have a vision, because you've got clear on what you want from that relationship, it's going to affect how you relate. And consequently, you're going to have a better relationship. This is amazing. So then step two is just to communicate, learn how to communicate that desire for that relationship. For example, during COVID, uh, my husband and I were basically sequestered. <laughs> we we spent a lot of time in the house alone with our two sons. Uh, my husband was very sick with lupus. It affected his lungs. So it was like, what are we going to do? He was terrified to go out. I was not. I was like, hey, God's in control. But he was terrified. And I really had to like step back and learn, okay, if, if we're going to make this good, even in this situation, what is it I really want for this relationship? And so I started writing those things down. I wanted a weekly date and, and I had to learn how to say, honey, this is what I really want instead of why don't we ever, right? Like if you start a conversation with why don't we ever, it's not going to go well. <laughs> so I had to learn to communicate. And then I had to bring that to the conversation and learn how to speak differently. And the good news is we ended up cultivating this fantastic dating relationship. Even during COVID, we would go to waterfalls almost every Every Friday, we started doing all these things together that worked for us. But if I had not gotten clear on what I wanted for that relationship, I wouldn't have been able to communicate what I wanted. And I wouldn't have communicated in a way that he could hear it. It would have been very demanding because I was already frustrated, right? But we can take all that to God and see what he wants for us. So anyway, I've written the steps in the notes of this video so you can want you Exactly. And then the other thing is, what do you do when things get totally messed up, right? So um, for a very long time, we have been without a vehicle of our own. And we've had somebody let us borrow their vehicle from time to time. Um, I'm currently, this is amazing. Look at what God did, guys. I am in a Tesla. <laughs> Today, I'm renting a Tesla from Uber to Uber. Because in between speaking and writing and coaching, I'm Ubering. And you know, the thing is like nothing is perfect. So the nearest Uber charging station to me is literally 29 miles from where I live. So I'm sitting in Brentwood, Tennessee at the Target charging at an Uber supercharging station because things didn't work out. And then an amazing thing happened. I met somebody through Ubering who was like, I want to help you get your car working again. And she literally gave us a gift to get our car working again. I cannot, I didn't even know this lady, but she believed in, in our vision. Like I keep my little quote 
cards about my about my speaking and writing and coaching. I keep these in the car. So and I I gave her one of my books. And um, anyway, she was like, I want to give your family a gift to help you get your car fixed. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So we had been talking to a mechanic, but our, my, uh, one of our sons had said, do not go into debt for this mom. Do not borrow money to get the car fixed. And it was going to be like, like a lot of money, like thousands and thousands of dollars, but it was going to be less than buying a new car. And I had to call back the mechanic and say, Hey, I know you found an engine. I know that you guys are all ready to go, but we're just not as a family. We're just not on the same page about this. We don't, we've decided not to go into debt to fix it. And, you know, right after we made that decision is when I found out about renting from Uber to use an Uber vehicle to actually drive for Uber. So it works with my other work commitments and it gives us a vehicle to use. And then this lady that I met from Ubering gave us a gift to fix the car. So we are on cloud nine, just like blown away that God would provide for this lady, but it has been roadblock after roadblock to getting the engine fixed. So I was at the mechanic on Monday and I see the engine and it's like, it's got a guarantee, like a three-year guarantee. It's amazing. It's, it's so amazing. You guys, I'm so excited that my car is going to get fixed. I love my little car. It is amazing. Like it's a great little car. Um, it's totally paid for Like we love our little car. We want to keep that running as long as we possibly can. And then I get a text this morning. So Monday was four days ago. It is Thursday. And they told us it's going to take two to four weeks to make this happen. They've got to remove the engine, put a new engine in the vehicle. It's a big deal. And um, I got a message this morning and it was from my, one of my favorite mechanics over there. They're Christians at the shop. They're amazing. I love them. Um, and he's like, uh, the whole shop basically has COVID. And we're not going to be able to do anything on your car. And I'm just like face palming. And immediately I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, this means I'm going to have to rent another Uber car for another week. It's like really expensive, all this, right? And then I'm like, no, when I tell my husband about this, because he's on the road truck driving, when I tell him what's happening with our vehicle and that they're not going to be able to start work on it, um, I'm going to say, you know what? God's in control because he is. He is in control. And that is the like most awesome thing about walking with Jesus for a long time and getting in his word on a daily basis and praying on a daily basis is that he trains you in the truth of who he is. And the truth is, no matter what happens, God's in control. He is in control and he loves you. So with that, let's turn to our journal. Woo! I'm so excited. And we're going to visit a truth today. I'm going to read Psalm 139, which is truth number one, which is that God cares about everything. I think that's truth number one. God cares about everything about you. Hold on. Let me read it. Because there are five truths from this book based in scripture that God taught me. And I go back to these again and again and again. So truth number one in this book, which is in the back of the book. Oh, it's that God's thinking about you. So no matter what happens, God is still thinking about you. He hasn't forgotten you. He's still your, on your side. He still loves you. Here we go. Saturday, July 25th, 1992. Dear God, <laughs> thank you for answering my prayer so quickly. The letter that I asked for, that arrived today. And for sure, it was a blessing. The neighbor Mary came over this morning. She only stayed for a little while. Then I saw Molly and we're getting along better already. It's helped me to get along better with everyone I know. 
I really need to be a more pleasant person to be around. <laughs> also, please help mom to remember to call me as soon as she can. Please help me to keep my faith in you. Whoa, holla, Jesus kept that prayer. He answered that prayer. Here I am. I was a 12-year-old, 13-year-old girl praying. Please help me to keep my faith in you. Yes, Jesus. He answered that and about a lot of things, Lord. Just one more thing, though, or maybe two anyway, that I don't resent either of my brothers at home or my mom and that I love them as they are. More minor prayer requests are that I get my plane ticket before Saturday and that I get to go home on Saturday. Please, dear Lord, help things to calm down before I get home. I really want my family to work for once and for a long time and to be all together if that's possible. And that Dan Alexander is there when I get off the plane. He was the guy I had a crush on. I really love you, Lord, and please don't ever let me go. Please protect me and everyone I know. Help us all to have a peaceful night's rest and a wonderful sunshiny day tomorrow. And Jesus, bless your holy name, I pray. Amen. Amen. It's easy to prayer journal, guys. It's easy. Get your prayer journal going. And Psalm 139 says this. You can just listen to it. Let it wash over you. Oh, Lord, you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up. You know my thoughts when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there, your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as the day. Darkness and night and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion. As I was woven together in the dark of the womb, you saw me, Lord, before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Ooh, how precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when I wake up, you are still with me. <gasps> so good. Dear friend, this is what God says about you. He is with you. His thoughts about you outnumber the grains of sand. God is thinking about you. Let me pray over your day and my day. Father God, we come before you and our lives are but a vapor. 
I pray, Father, that all of our decisions will be made in light of the fact that we are eternal beings and we are either invited and welcomed and righteously have a ticket to spend eternity with you through your son, Jesus Christ, or we are enemies of him and will be separated from you eternally in hell and torment. May that reality affect every decision we make. May we live the fact that you have invited us into your kingdom. You've invited us to be friends with you, God. And may we invite others to know and be friends with you too. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, friend. Please like, share, and leave a comment. And I will see you next time on the Katie Speaking Live True podcast to inspire you to live true in your faith, in your finances, in your fitness, in your friendships and family. God bless you. Bye-bye.